Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. And we're delighted to continue today uh, with yet another interesting topic to wrap our brains around. I want to let you know the voices that you're going to hear. My special today-only guest co-host is Jason Dukes. He's an innovator in personal transformation. He's the founder and CEO of Captain's Chair Coaching. You can find out more by going to the web, www.captains-chair.com. That's captains, plural, hyphen, chair, singular, dot com. Uh, Jason focuses on bringing peace to the world by helping people embrace their gift and give it to the world. He's also the creator of the Give Your Gift to the World audiobook and has produced a conference series called Uncovering Ourselves, also a contributing writer for Black Enterprise. And again, you can find him on Twitter at at Be Your Captain, on YouTube and Facebook at Be Your Captain, or on the web at captains-chair.com. In addition, our our next guest, just delighted to have him with us uh, and find out what we can learn. Mark Silver holds a Master of Divinity. He's the founder of and leads the team at Heart of Business. And since 2001, he and his team have helped thousands of business owners around the world get more clients, make more money without sacrificing integrity. He's a recognized master teacher in his Sufi spiritual lineage. And the Heart of Business approach integrates accessible spiritual connection with concrete, useful marketing and sales approaches to make business feel good to the heart. He's a fourth generation entrepreneur and we're delighted to welcome him to our microphones. Mark Silver. Hello, sir. Yes, hello. Delighted to be here. Thank you very much. Uh, look around. Where do you find yourself today? What part of the world do you join us from? <laughs> I'm in uh, White Hawk Eco Village, just south of Ithaca, New York, where spring is literally jumping out at us. <laughs> <Be careful. laughs> With, uh, rabbits and deer, I know, and uh, and flowers and yeah, it's. I, I live rurally, and it's just amazing. Very good, Jason. What do you have for Mister Silver? Wow, I just yeah, I, I'm sorry, I got taken away by the by the imagery of that because you know I'm in I'm pretty much in inner city New Jersey, so I, yeah, I want to see the rabbits and and everything. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, in in the, the the description, you, you how, how do you pronounce it? Suf, Sufism, Sufi? Sufi, Sufism. Yeah, Sufi, Sufism. Right. Yeah. What what is what is that? So. Um, <laughs> Uh, it, the the ever popular, <laughs> um, it's a uh, you know I had the good luck of starting up uh, a business based in Sufism, which is the mystical side of Islam, and we started um, the day after uh, the uh, terrifying and miserable attacks of nine eleven, and um, uh, and so I've been practicing in a Sufi Islamic tradition since then, since actually before then, but yeah, that's. That's where Sufi, Sufism arises out of. And uh, if you're familiar with the poet Rumi, uh, the best-selling poet in America, uh, he wow. is a Sufi. Took a, took a few years for him to get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about 800. From, but, yeah, you know, right, there you go. from like the 12th or, 12th or 13th century, right? Okay, and, and right. what, are the, what are the keys of the spiritual approach of Sufism? In other words, what are, what are we looking at there? Yeah, well, you know, all mystical approaches that I'm familiar with have to do with attempting to 
experience the divine directly. And Sufism is no different. We're, we're trying to witness the divine, the oneness, the source of love in, in the everyday, in, in every step we take, in every breath we take, and especially in those areas of life where um, it's difficult to, to see that. And the, the place where I'm focused in my work has to do with finding the love that's present in business. Wow. That, it strikes me as an extraordinary venture and probably inadvisable. So much of what we see, including in our leadership today in America, of business seems both heartless and loveless. So what, yeah. what's the key, what's the bridge that you see in trying to get, integrate spirituality into something that's traditionally as manipulative or uh, dominant, dominating maybe as marketing or business or even coaching? Right, exactly. It's been um, so deeply dysfunctional. Our hearts are really crying about that. Um, uh, for me, the, the key has been to not try to integrate it, but to take the time to witness that it's already there. Uh, I, I think that it's, you know, it becomes a, a kind of an impossible task as a human being to pull the divine into anything. However, I find that if I sit with something long enough uh, and open my heart and um, have real sincerity, uh, I begin to I begin to witness that there is love. The the question that I like to have our clients ask is to ask the question: Is love available even here? And to not ask that with a mental understanding of, oh, yeah, I know what the answer is supposed to be, but really be open. Like, maybe it isn't. Like, what, what is present here? And I've, I've never been let down. I've, I've had that experience in my heart, and our clients have had big openings around witnessing that, oh, love is available in marketing. Love is available in business. Wow. Yeah, and I and I it, like it's it it's awesome to hear because it sounds so simple, and yet the world is still so disconnected in the business world and the divine world. Like, what do you think causes that? Is it is it a fear? Are people just afraid? Like, what? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a it's a really big question because um, our uh, and it's you know it, it goes back hundreds of years in our um, Western culture where there's just been um, this pursuit of materialism, this pursuit of materialism. Now I you know I work in business. I'm fine with people making a profit. You know we like to make profit. We like to be successful. And yet there are there are limits. There needs there needs to be a balance and. But I don't really see it as greed. What I see it as is I see it as um, an intense need that's, that somebody's drinking at the wrong well. It's like you're going to the empty well. Our leaders, our business culture goes to an empty well full of sand to try to get their thirst quenched. And because it doesn't quench their thirst but they don't know where else to turn, they just keep taking more and more and more. We see this with people who have accumulated incredible wealth and just want more, yeah. more than they could do anything with. And, um, and it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a really painful thing that all of our hearts, I think, cry out with when we, uh, you know, when we take the time to be with it. You're really, um, touching something that I think is pretty universal, at least in our Western culture, where, um, 
we every one of us knows someone who's successful in a bunch of measures and miserable right yes so yes where do where do we start in other words look by the time somebody's coming to you at your level of of leadership in this conversation they know what they're getting but what are things that that we can do we who are coaches we who are supporting people in their dreams of mm-hmm. bigger better more do to sort of introduce or reorient people to their spiritual side to that to that well that doesn't get dry mm. it's a beautiful question i think that um one of the ways that we can do this is by drinking at the well ourselves mm. right it's like there's so many different spiritual paths um and some of them aren't you know defined in any particular way but for whatever whatever method we use our hearts all have access to that source oh sounds like we lost something are you there I'm here. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. I may have made that up. I yeah. there was an abrupt end. No, I, yeah, I, I lost you too. <laughs> okay, great. Will you say? <laughs> I, I heard the sound, but I don't know where it came from. I'm so sorry. Um, Will you say the last thing again, just so you don't lose it? Thanks. Yeah. Well, um, I there are so many different. All, our hearts all have access, direct access to love, um, and to the source of love, and. Um, even without speaking about it. I mean, I think all of us have experienced a time when we've been in the presence of someone who um, transmits, you know, for want of a better word. Uh, transmits love is, a, is the presence of love. Maybe, you've, maybe somebody has seen the Dalai Lama speak or even someone maybe not nearly as well known. And you just kind of see, wow, that presence is just overflowing. And so the way to help people access that is if we're full of that ourselves and we're overflowing with it, then people can taste that. Mm -hmm. People can taste that. And it changes the reality of the room that we're in. It it changes the reality of the conversation that we're in. And so I think that that's the first step is to, you know, do our own walking as the Sufis talk about it, walking on on the journey of letting our hearts be fulfilled. Yeah, well, and, and I'm assuming that step two is the process that you work. Well, step one and step two would be the process that you work on with your clients. So, how about telling us a little bit about that? Like, what do you what do you do with your clients? What's the expectation? How yeah. does it work? Well, first, first we have them prostrate completely to the <laughs> ground. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> See, so much in common. Um, Wait, we, we weren't supposed to do that, Christopher? Stop. Let the man speak. <laughs> um, so there's a, there's a Sufi practice called remembrance. And what it is, is it's merely calling the name of the divine or a name of the divine through the heart. And it's a it's a very simple open practice. You can use any name that you know resonates with you or that you want to. And we we have people do that not from a place of trying to change anything. A lot of people when they approach spiritual practice think, "Oh, I'm supposed to enter a peaceful place or I'm supposed to feel a certain way." And what we want people to know is that there's room to feel exactly how you're feeling. That you don't have to make room. The fact that you feel that way is exactly how it is. And it's, you know, it's really common in business because our survival is wrapped up in it. Um, you know, it's like keeping food on the table. Of course, 
we get freaked out. Um, that what if it was okay? What if there was room to be freaked out and love was available even here? One of the names for the divine that the Sufis use is the friend. And what if the presence of the divine was like a beloved friend that could just be with you no matter what's going on? And so that's what we try to help people do is to be in that presence of letting the heart open even while we're in pain or even while we're struggling. And conversely, I'll add this piece in, um, sometimes when people start to ex- experience success that they haven't experienced, that will also start to shut them down because it's so disorienting. And so can you be in the presence of the divine and be humble enough to accept what's coming? And so both of these kinds of extremes that tend to be outside our comfort zone are really helpful to do in the presence of love. Wow. So, so delicious. So great. I, I hope that I'm not taking us out of our hearts by looking at the actual needs of marketing for most yeah. coaches. So many coaches out there have been given multiple or even different messages uh, about how we can best market our services or how we can support companies in marketing theirs. So, you know, one of the things I know that you love to point to is how many people we actually need to get our message out to. I know a great many coaches who are either who are starting or who are uh, well-established who feel like it's critical to get a web presence, you know, that speaks to millions of people around the globe. Where where do you start with the number of people and, and the sort of approach of marketing? Yeah. Well, before, before I answer that question, let me just say that uh, I think it's uh, this is exactly the right question to be asking, right? Because the divine isn't just out there. The divine is in the presence around us, inclu- uh, the ordinary things, including marketing. One of the things I hate to see happen is people have a sense of, oh, I've got to go fill up with spirituality, and then I've got to go empty right. my tank doing business <laughs> and then go fill up my tank again. Right. It's it, One of the things that I began to see when I was studying with my Sufi teachers um, was – that there are very strange esoteric Sufi teachings that actually I began to see mirrored or present in certain business practices. You know, like for instance, we have the business, the the, the marketing advice of like talk about the problem, don't, you know, talk about aspirational stuff. You know, you, if you name the problem, then people will pay attention. Now, that can be done from a manipulative way where you're re-traumatizing someone yeah. and talking about the negative um, and it, it, it deeply, deeply manipulative. Or you can be doing it from love in a place where pe- people want to be witnessed. They want to be seen. This is a, There's a Sufi saying that the divine created the creation out of a yearning to be known. We all want to be known. This divine spark is within us. And so when your marketing is coming from a place of witnessing someone where they are, even in the struggle, and letting them know that they're not broken, that actually gets their attention and can be deeply healing as marketing. And so a lot of marketing practices have these kinds of embedded doorways to love in them. 
And there are some marketing practices that are just out and out manipulative and are unnecessary and can be discarded um, if they don't have those doorways, if you can't find them. So that's what I like to see people do is to come from marketing from a place of love. In terms of audience, you know, we do need a certain number of contacts. We do need to be visible. And a lot of it depends on business models. Some of our advanced clients that we're working with, um, you know, when they're building larger businesses, multi-six figure or beyond, uh, you do have to look at business model and you have to look at the size of the audience. Uh, for a lot of coaches that are starting out where they're looking to get you know, a handful of clients, you know, when a dozen, a couple dozen clients would really sustain you, you don't necessarily need a huge, a huge audience. Maybe a few hundred contacts would help to um, be a network that your heart could sustain on an individual basis without a lot of like fancy marketing stuff, you know, processes and expensive tools um, and still enable you to have the relationships that build trust and bring clients in. It's, wow. Yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm not sure if there's a, a question in this. this. This may just be the process of me, like, getting it and stating that I get it. But um, what, I, what I hear is that it's, it's more about, like, where you start starting from love and, and who you're being rather than, like, actually new or different marketing tactics or strategies. I, you know, I believe that with all of my heart. Um, and this is what we've seen. Uh, the marketing stuff that we teach is not hugely different from what other marketing people that that are effective and have a track record also teach you know the idea is not that there's some like cutting edge secret marketing thing out there and you've got to find it it's, everybody's every effective marketing is teaching the same thing relationship trust building <laughs> you know communicating clearly you know there's there's really basic things so you just need to find someone that you resonate with to learn from and apply that and you know we work with people that are spiritually oriented obviously um they really resonate with our our approach and how we teach things and find that nourishing but yes you have to um you have to you have to be that. You know, marketing is not a veneer that goes on top of what you're doing. Marketing comes from the very heart of who you are. It's it, to be in integrity with marketing means to be in integrity with your business and to be in integrity with the world and the people around you. Beautiful. I, I want to point to two things on that note of integrity. The first is one of the things I love about your work, and we should remind people the website is Heart of business.com is that many of us we don't know we don't know what we need we don't know sort of where we are in the in the marketing world and you start people off with a readiness assessment will you tell us what that is and how we can get one yeah so one of the things that i've observed i've been doing this for quite some time we me and my team have worked with thousands of businesses and over this time i've I've discerned what other people have discerned that there are stages of development that a business goes through. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's like, duh. Oh yeah. There are stages of development. And what happens when you understand the stages of development is that you understand that your business isn't broken. It's just at a particular stage of development. And, um, 
And unlike a human being, <laughs> which will, you know, I'm a father, you know, we've got twin eight-year-old boys. I've watched them go through their stages of development um, up to this point just by making sure they stay alive and feeding them enough food, which is hard as they're growing, but it happens. And they mm -hmm. just grow. But the age of a business doesn't mean that you've automatically gone through those stages of development. I've seen businesses that have been around for years that are still in the first stage of creation because they haven't got the basics in place. And when you understand the stages – what it means is that you know that you can ignore things. Like in the first stage, you can ignore a big, fancy, expensive website. You can ignore big, fancy social media tools. There's just basic things that you work on about how to bring in clients and how to bring in money. And so we give you an assessment that's really both a training and assessment. It t teaches you the four stages of development, and it helps you self-assess exactly where you are in that uh, so that you know what to focus on and what you can safely ignore. And we read everyone and we give a personal reply to everyone that comes in. You can find it on our website, uh, heartofbusiness.com slash ready-assessment. Great. And that's free and people can do that and reach out to you and find out more about not only the the work that you do around that, but I love that you also have some sort of core offerings around people's relationships with money, people's relationships with business, because usually we don't get to starting a business without some sort of dysfunctional relationship to one or both of those things. Right? <laughs> I, exactly. And it's it's impossible. Yeah, it is a free assessment. And it's given our climate and our culture, you know, there are certain things about our culture that are just impossible to avoid. It's impossible to avoid growing up without some, um, uh, you know, without some racism in us, without some sexism in us. You know, like these things are things that are taught and they're in the water. And it's the same thing with business. We have dysfunctional relationships with money. We have dysfunctional relationships with business. And, um, Unless we're willing to kind of face that and to own that, like, oh, this is not a healthy relationship, then we can start to find some healing. We can start to find some peace, and we can start to do the work that's necessary in order to make it a healthy relationship and to start to thrive in a way that our heart is nourished. Well, our time has flown by, and it's such important work that you're doing. I want to thank you for being here. I'm going to uh, take a, a personal privilege here, Jason, and take the last three questions. Ready? It's it's our rapid-fire round, Mark. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's I have needed that music. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right. I would be remiss if I did not ask you the following question. Better Sufi poet, Hafiz or Rumi? Oh, I prefer Hafiz. Correct. And uh, <laughs> true, true or false, you named, you named your twin eight-year-old sons. By the way, eight years old, excellent age for a human being. Your twin eight-year-old yes. sons, you named them Sam and Dave after the legendary uh, uh, soul group. <laughs> that is false. false. Uh, one's okay. named after my grandfather and one's named after my wife's father who are both passed. I like my story better. And – we now have about uh, 30 to 45 seconds for you to give us a parting thought or a parting shot, something you'd like 30,000 or so coaches to know today. Hmm. You don't have to create love. You don't have to create wisdom or strength or any of these things. These are divine qualities 
that are available to all of us, and we just have to ask for them. We just have to ask over and over and over and again to be filled. And uh, we're just containers. We're just vessels, and we work best when we're empty. So beautiful. The website is heartofbusiness.com. Immediately go there, take the readiness assessment, and start engaging with these extraordinary people doing amazing work of bringing spirituality to our marketing. Thank you so much, Mark Silver, for the work that you're doing and for being with us today. And Mm. it's been more than a pleasure. Thank you. Deeply grateful. Thank you. Mr. Jason Dukes, thank you for the fine work that you're doing uh, to deal with not only leadership, but also everything that Mark pointed to, you know, about our fundamental dysfunctions, including racism, sexism, and and breaking down barriers in the world. Of course, you can find him on the web at captains, plural, hyphen, chair.com. That's captains, plural, hyphen, chair, singular, dot com. And uh, anything you'd like uh, to say as a parting gift today, Mr. Dukes? Wow. Just uh, just gratitude, again, gratitude for you, Christopher, gratitude for the show, and um, just hearing these amazing messages from these two awesome individuals, I'm, I'm looking forward to my day. It's been a great time. I thank you, dear listener, for being with us once again. We're here each and every week bringing you people out on the cutting edge of coaching, doing something interesting, or just plain fun. Uh, it's The Coaching Show here on WSRadio.com or wherever fine podcasts are available. I thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Your search for the right office furniture will be done when you walk into Shore for sure. In our 46,000 square foot warehouse, you are sure to find the right new or used desk and chair for your home and office. Trusted for over 40 years, Shore is proven to provide great value, quality, and service. From free space planning to our white glove delivery service, you are sure to leave happy and satisfied. We're a family-owned business that will treat you like family for sure. Se español. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Hi, Scale Listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest-growing job sector. 
The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol, and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. 